0: Because right, our right, well, business, we'll we wanted episode. to be uh, a way to, you know, to give is back, young and I want to here, today, and the reason why I we started this, which is to teach people to radically love friends.
1: themselves. So I'm so excited to have you with us today and sharing your story. Uh, and as we go through, it's this constant thing that I hear from people of just this thing that pushed you over the edge that made you, you know, I'm going to say, jump out of the nest, mm-hmm. uh, to use a little pun with the birds. Right. Uh, with that, but uh, I wanted to share your story as far as what originally brought you here to Lynchburg
0: So I came to Lynchburg and went to Liberty and I graduated in 2015 with a criminal justice degree And that directly applies to food service right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> so you you first came to Lynchburg and you, you had moved from where?
0: Um, right outside of Chicago, Crown Point, Indiana is my hometown.
1: Okay, so, so it was a little bit different coming to see the mountains yes. and everything in <laughs> the flat land of the Midwest. Yeah, oh
0: yeah, and people are so friendly here, and that was really off-putting to me at first because nobody really talks to each other the way that people do here. So
1: yeah, I remember I visited Chicago uh, for a work function. It was March or something of mm-hmm. one year, and somebody laughed. They said, "You're going to experience all four seasons today." Yep. I was like, what? Yep. I woke up, it was rainy, then it snowed, then it was like 50-some degrees. <laughs> you know, the only thing I was missing was the, the leaves falling right. off the tree.
0: Yeah. Uh, we don't get a ton of fall. I don't yeah. remember a lot of fall.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty amusing with that. So you decided criminal justice, you're going to stick around Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you do originally after you graduated?
0: So I've been in, uh, working in and around foster care for the last six years. I became a social worker. I actually went to Liberty thinking I would go to law school. Um, and then I started volunteering with CASA of Central Virginia, which is like advocates for kids in foster care. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. This is awesome. I yeah, we definitely had Tim
1: King Jr. that's okay. one of the, the board members with CASA yes. uh, that was on a previous episode. Okay. And a fantastic organization. Everybody with that. The, the court appointed and trying to help out with these kids. That, I know that that's hard. Yeah. But it's very rewarding. Yeah, for sure. That. So, Chef Ivy, when you were going through and you're kind of working within that, how do you transition from working at, you know, helping the kids out and helping with court appointments to yeah. to food service? Yeah.
0: So, um, basically, I've worked in restaurants my whole life. Like, that's, I'm one of those people I've bartended. I've done back a house, front of house. Um, cooking is my passion, though. I've always loved to cook, and I'm always that person that everyone calls on, like, hey, I need you to make this and this for the gathering, you know? And then in 2019, I was working in foster care and everything, and I started having some health problems. And so I started, I didn't like that healthy food didn't taste good. And I just, I love food, I love to eat, and I don't, and I wanted to create recipes that like I would love to eat and look forward to eating And also that my kids would eat. So that's kind of the test. Like, is it good enough that picky kids will eat it? (laughs) And so that's kind of how we got into it. We started an Instagram account just purely just to, like, keep me accountable and give me something to do. And I was showcasing all my recipes. And then friends started reaching out to me saying, hey, you know, if I slide you 100 bucks, can you double your order and just give me half of it, you know? And then we started getting bigger and bigger. And then the pandemic hit. And I kind of had this moment of, like, this is getting too big for me to continue to be a single mom working, you know, during a pandemic and being full-time in foster care or doing two birds. It's just like I had to choose one or the other. And around the same time, I read this really good book called Tattoos on the Heart. Okay. And it's by uh, Father Greg Boyle out of California. And he does a lot. Of, you can look him up. He, his, he's awesome. He's one of my mentors. Um, but he writes about this ministry that he started called Homeboy's Cafe. And so they help integrate people who come out of prison with felonies and they can't get integrated back into society because they can't get jobs. And so they do like tattoo removal and just like the way that he writes about loving people and shining light on people who really need it. It was at the same time that the pandemic was hitting and that Two Birds was getting very popular. And I was like, oh, it all clicked for me. This is it. This is what we want to do for Lynchburg. So that's the big picture goal.
1: So, I mean, you guys are very unique, right? So there's a lot of uh, restaurants or businesses that offer takeout. Mm -hmm. But for those that maybe haven't been introduced to two birds yet, what exactly, what need are you guys trying to fill for somebody?
0: So a lot of people have described us almost like a hello fresh, but local, Um, which is pretty accurate other than the fact that our food is fully prepared. So when you get your meals on Sunday, they're in the containers ready to heat up and you can just eat them throughout the week. You don't have to put anything together. And the nice thing about buying local too is we buy all of our produce and everything from local farmers and you know where your food is coming from, so that's another great thing too.
1: And I know from, you know, brushing up a little bit with that. You guys aren't going out and buying the cheap produce that's full of pesticide and everything with that. Exactly. Why is that important to you when you're prepping that?
0: Well, when I first started getting into really healthy eating, because I've always loved to cook, but growing up in the Midwest, it was mostly fattening foods that I cooked. And so when I started having health problems and delving into healthy food and trying, my goal is to make healthy food feel like comfort food. And so when I started getting... Into that, I started doing a lot of research about like the way that we eat and how it affects our environment and what we can do, how can we be eating, you know, to be to better affect like our community and those around us. And so a lot of that is buying local and shopping local and putting your money back into your own community. It reduces your carbon footprint, which is really important.
1: And I know in a previous episode, we had uh, Dr. Samantha Jordan from 122 Chiropractic. So for those of you that are watching on YouTube, the link should be up above that you can actually click and go back and watch that show. But you know, one of the things that she mentions is just being in tune with your body and actually feeling the difference of when you're putting the right fuel in and how your body feels and what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, For her, that was from years of doing CrossFit and you know filling out your body with that. But yeah. for you, when you went through your own health journey... And kind of feeling the difference of, hey, when I eat good food, Mm -hmm. I feel better. I'm not waking up feeling, you know, groggy. Right. You know, I've got a clear I don't have that 2 o'clock slump. Sure,
0: sure. And as a mom, too, it's very overwhelming because there are things that are marketed to us, and and they're marketed as healthy. And then you'll see a news article come out, and, you know, this has got this chemical in it that's so bad for your kids, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, it's overwhelming. So that was a big goal for me, too, was to get healthy food in my kids without them knowing it was healthy. You we, know, and that's what we're trying to provide. We've
1: got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And it's really funny because growing up, you know, when our three-year-old was little, she ate mashed avocados mm-hmm. and we made her own baby food and all this stuff. And people were like, oh my gosh, her teeth are so beautiful. And what, they, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. And we're like, feeding her food. <laughs> right? Like, I yeah. don't know. And, and then, you know, you see that along the way when people are like, oh, can she have a sucker? Can she have candy? And it's like, she's never had that yeah. so no yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you and, also don't want to make your kids
0: weird yeah you know like you want a, them to have a happy meal here and there absolutely you
1: know? now to, uh, unfortunately yeah. she experienced the happy meal <laughs> and she knows to say like hey i want nuggets and yes. it, it's yes. nuggets mean something yes. different when it's mcdonald's yep. than anywhere else mm-hmm. so what challenges have you had with opening your own business you know obviously we had a pandemic you were trying to figure out and go you know, through that just like everybody else yeah. but has there any, been anything specific
0: There's a couple things. I mean, definitely as an essential worker and a single mom that presents its own challenges. And I think any entrepreneur, that will resonate with them. Because a lot of us started out full time and trying to work ourselves out of our day jobs. And that really presents its own challenges. Trying to find that sweet spot of, okay, when do I feel safe to take this jump, especially as a single mom? I don't, there's no safety net, so we got to do this the right way. You know, so that's been really interesting. And then just educating myself too, because like you said, I've been working in foster care for six years. I had no idea I was ever going to start a business. And so giving myself a quick education on like a business plan and, and I hired a bookkeeper, which was like the best thing I ever did, you <laughs> know, cause I just, it's, you know, but, but I will say that's probably the biggest challenge is just trying to figure out when is a good time to take the jump from, okay, I can leave my full-time job now and just do
1: this. Yeah, And I know we were talking before we started the camera uh, with that, that uh, you didn't start out with this as a classically trained chef, you're going, you've continued like on the job training, right? That you continue to get better and better, but you actually took it upon yourself to say, no, I'm going to go out and get even more skills around that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think like if we want to be a legitimate business and we're, we're selling quality, then we need to have the certification to back that up. And so we looked into some online culinary schools and I found one that's you know, pretty reputable and I've learned so much, which is, I think I told you beforehand, is very humbling because you think, I mean, I've been, been cooking for decades now, you know? And so to get into this culinary school and be learning so many things, it's like, wow, okay, I did have a lot to learn. I'm glad I signed up for this. So what's
1: know? been one of your biggest takeaways like that, that it's was like, oh my gosh, I did this wrong the whole time.
0: Um, one of the things was the garlic. They, they had like a whole section on cooking garlic properly and, and aromatic vegetables in general, which I knew about and I knew, you know, what they add. But just like the order that you cook them in, I had been doing wrong. <laughs> so, kind of figuring that out. So, your garlic out. was always overcooked. A a bit, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't like to admit that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, it, I mean, it's, it's funny because we get into things and that we, especially as business owner, you learn by doing. That trial and error and yeah. the, the more that you can go to people like your mentors that can help you out with that education. Been there, done that. Yeah, I've learned the lesson. Let me help you. So you don't have to learn the same lesson in a painful sure. way. So who, who have been some of those people along the way that have been influential as far as relationships to help you to get to this point?
0: Well, it's been interesting because like I said, we really started to get serious about Two Birds in 2020, like during the pandemic. So it's hard because it's not like we can do as much networking as I want to, but um Sharice Chambers, my bookkeeper, she's um her business is called Financial Fancy. Yeah. And she is just a wealth of knowledge. She has a podcast and she offers free classes through the Small Business Coalition downtown. And I've taken everything that she offers and now she's my bookkeeper too. She's just she really knows what she's doing. And she, like me, had a full-time job in something completely different. And worked herself out of it and actually had to go back and work a regular job again and then worked herself out of it again. So she's got so much knowledge and she can really look at your books and say, okay, this is what you need to do. And it's just been amazing. She's amazing.
1: And she's fun to talk to. Yeah, she's like, If anybody <laughs> out there right now, if you haven't had a chance to talk to Sharice, do yourself a favor. Call her, even if it's just for like 15 minutes to talk to her. Because, I mean, she, you can tell. She's yeah. having fun with what she's doing oh, and yeah. helping people out. Yeah,
0: and it's a good reminder as a small business owner. She's so professional. Her work is so quality. It's like that's the standard that two birds needs to be at is where she's at.
1: Yeah. So you've done this now for a little while. Mm-hmm. That you've been open with that. Where do people find out information about your products? Um, so yeah. Do you have, like, a physical place that you meet people at? How does that work if somebody wants meals from Yeah, you? so
0: right now we are closed. Um, just with the volume that we were taking in and everything and deciding to, th- okay, this is what we're going to do full-time. Um, we decided we needed a nice commercial kitchen space and um, get everything squared away with the health department. We took all the classes we needed to take and all that red tape. So we should be back open within a couple weeks. Um, but in the meantime... If people want to go to our website, which is twobirdsmealprep.com, so two, the number two, and then birds, plural, mealprep.com, and if, even if you type in T-W-O, it's like you the right place, but um, you can sign up for our email list, and we send out coupons, and like we'll let people know, hey, we're about to reopen, here's our new menu, and that kind of thing, and it's got all the information about, like, meetup times and how we do that. And we do home delivery and stuff, too, if you don't feel like coming out to the meetup spots.
1: And mm-hmm. I know for me as a busy professional, and I love my wife, and when I get home, I don't expect that she, like, she's had a full-time job taking care of two mm-hmm. kids all day. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that get home, they're like, I expect to have dinner. Like, I don't yeah. get that. Yeah. But if, you know, if you're a busy professional, you're out there right now, knowing that there's resources like this to help give you time back, mm-hmm. That's time you can spend with the kids that you're playing, that you're interacting. Yeah. I know the reason, if you want to share the story, the reason it's called Two Birds for you is to remind you of your children.
0: Right, right. Because my daughters are Jaybird and Raven. And so I just thought, you know, Two Birds. And to always remember, because our business, we want it to be bigger than just a business. We want it to be a, a way to give back. And I want to remember our roots and the reason why we started this, which is to teach people to radically love themselves. And the way, one way you can do that is by nourishing your body with good food, you know. We don't push any kind of diets or anything like that, just whole healthy foods.
1: Yeah, my, my wife calls it just eat real food, jerf. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. don't worry about what diet. Yes. Just eat real food. Yes. It's yes. a lot easier. Lots
0: of as many plants as you can possibly eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know, as we're going through, as you're watching this or listening, it should be the couple weeks have been that you're back open. Mm-hmm. So go, be sure to go to that two birds meal prep uh, online. You've also got Facebook and Instagram, yes. correct? Yes,
0: yeah, and we're two birds meal prep on
1: everything. Fantastic. So you can keep up with what's going on. You'll see the new menu releases. Yeah probably your your trials of going through of like, hey, this is coming soon. Yes, you know. yeah, and
0: we ask for a lot of feedback from people too, like, hey, what well, would we'll be helpful for you? You know, sometimes we'll get feedback from people like, I would just like to purchase like shredded chicken breast. We can do that, you know, or if you, especially, uh, I meant to mention this, allergies and things like that because we have a lot of plant-based and dairy-free stuff, um, a lot of people order there, especially those who have like the alpha-gal allergy mm-hmm. and stuff, that's going to be
1: I know our oldest is, is gluten mm-hmm. and dairy sensitive, mm-hmm. so that's so hard when you're trying mm-hmm. to find because that's in your sauces, yeah. that's in the food, yeah. especially if it's prepackaged stuff yeah, that it make, just gets we, to be Yeah,
0: all of our salad dressings, marinades, uh, marinara, broth, everything is completely made from scratch. So. That,
1: that's amazing. Yeah. So coming soon, you guys will be into a new space. Mm-hmm. You guys will have the same delivery spots, or? More than
0: likely, we're working on, actually, a couple of coffee shops are looking at partnering with us to be able to put in refrigerators so people can just stop by and pick up their food rather than having to um, come, because sometimes it's hard for people to meet at the certain times that we meet. Um, and then for an extra five bucks, if you live in Lynchburg, we can just deliver to your house, too, so.
1: I, I mean, why not? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's probably cheaper than the gas to drive to meet you. If, if gas keeps going the way that it is, it will be uh, with that. Well, Chef, I I really appreciate your time to be able to join with us uh, on the show. Obviously, food is what drives all of us, mm-hmm. you know. And to your point, why have bad tasting food yeah. if you're trying to eat healthy? You should something that tastes good. Yeah, don't
0: eat don't force yourself to eat food that you don't like, you yeah. know.
1: If it tastes like cardboard and you have to put a bunch of salt and sauce on it to t- no. Go get real food. Right. right. (laughs) So reach out to Chef Ivy so that you can do that. Uh, We'll have the link down below if you're on uh, YouTube or if it's in the show notes on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anything like that. That's also down in the notes so that you can go directly to her site. Look at everything that's available for her to order. as bulk, family meals, or even just individual because you're a busy professional and you need to have lunches stocked. So you stop ordering all that takeout. Mm. It doesn't matter. There's something that's there to be able to help you out. Until next time, this is Andy Young, the Mountain Money Man, and I'll see you down the road. Welcome to the Dream Achievers Podcast, hosted by Andy Young. Join us each week as we feature local business owners, nonprofit leaders, and community members that are making a difference in Central and Southwestern Virginia. We love your community and want to feature people that share that same passion. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to another episode of Dream Achievers with the Mountain Money Man. This is Andy Young here, joined today by the founder of Two Birds Mill Prep. So I'm so excited to have you with us today and sharing your story. Uh, And as we go through, it's this constant thing that I hear from people of just this thing that pushed you over the edge, that made you, you I'm going to say, jump out of the nest, Mm -hmm. to use a little pun with the birds. Right. Uh, with that. But uh, I wanted to share your story as far as what originally brought you here to Lynchburg.
0: So I came to Lynchburg and went to Liberty and I graduated in 2015 with a criminal justice degree. And that directly applies to food service. Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) So you, you first Came to Lynchburg, and you, you had moved from where?
0: Um, right outside of Chicago, Crown Point, Indiana is my hometown. Okay.
1: So, so it was a little bit different coming to see the mountains yes. and everything in <laughs> the flat land of the Midwest. Yeah, oh yeah, and
0: people are so friendly here, and that was really off-putting to me at first, because nobody really talks to each other the way that people do here. So
1: Yeah, I, I remember I visited Chicago uh, for a work function, it was March or something of mm-hmm. one year, and somebody laughed. They said, "You're going to experience all four seasons today." Yep. It's like what? Yep. I woke up. It was rainy. Then it snowed. Mm-hmm. Then it was like 50 some degrees. <laughs> and, you know, the only thing I was missing was the, the leaves falling Rain. off the tree. Yeah, uh, we don't get a ton of fall. I don't yeah. remember a lot of fall. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty amusing with that. So you decided criminal justice? You're going to stick around Lynchburg. Uh, what did you do originally after you graduated?
0: So, I've been in, uh, working in and around foster care for the last six years. I became a social worker. I actually went to Liberty thinking I would go to law school. Um, and then I started volunteering with CASA of Central Virginia, which is like advocates for kids in foster care. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. This is awesome. I will yeah, we definitely... had Tim King Jr., the, okay. one of the, the board members with CASA yes. uh,
1: that was on a previous episode. Okay. And a fantastic organization. Mm-hmm. Everybody with that. The, the court appointed and trying to help out with these kids, that, I know that that's hard, yeah. but it's very rewarding. Yeah, for like sure. That. So Chef Ivy, when you were going through and you're kind of working within that, how do you transition from working, at, you know, helping the kids out and helping with court appointments to, to food service? Yeah.
0: So um, basically I've worked in restaurants my whole life. Like that's, I'm one of those people I've bartended, I've been back a house, front a house, Um, cooking is my passion though. I've always loved to cook and I'm always that person that everyone calls on like, Hey, I need you to make this and this for the gathering, you know? And then in 2019, I was working in foster care and everything and I started having some health problems. And so I started, I didn't like that healthy food didn't taste good. And I just, I love food. I love to eat and I don't, and I wanted to create recipes that like I would love to eat and look forward to eating And also that my kids would eat. So that's kind of the test. Like, is it good enough that picky kids will eat it? (laughs) And so that's kind of how we got into it. We started an Instagram account just purely just to like keep me accountable and give me something to do. And I was showcasing all my recipes. And then friends started reaching out to me saying, hey, you know, if I slide you 100 bucks, can you double your order and just give me half of it, you know? And then we started getting bigger and bigger. And then the pandemic hit. And I kind of had this moment of like. This is getting too big for me to continue to be a single mom working you know during a pandemic and being full-time in foster care or doing two birds it's just like i had to choose one or the other and around the same time i read this really good book called tattoos on the heart okay and it's by uh father greg boyle out of california and he does a lot you can look him up he his he's awesome he's one of my mentors um, but he writes about this ministry that he started called Homeboys Cafe. And so they help integrate people who come out of prison with felonies and they can't get integrated back into society because they can't get jobs. And so they do like tattoo removal and just like the way that he writes about loving people and shining light on people who really need it. I, it was at the same time that the pandemic was hitting and that Two Words was getting very popular. And I was like, oh, it all clicked for me. This is it. This is what we want to do for Lynchburg. So that's the big picture goal.
1: So, I mean, you guys are very unique, right? So there's a lot of uh, restaurants or businesses that offer takeout. Mm -hmm. But for those that maybe haven't been introduced to Two Birds yet, what exactly, what need are you guys trying to fill for somebody?
0: So a lot of people have described us almost like a Hello Fresh but local, Um, which is pretty accurate other than the fact that our food is fully prepared. So when you get your meals on Sunday, they're in the containers ready to heat up, and you can just eat them throughout the week. You don't have to put anything together. And the nice thing about buying local, too, is we buy all of our produce and everything from local farmers, and you know where your food is coming from. So that's another great
1: thing, too. And I know from, you know, brushing up a little bit with that, you guys aren't going out and buying the cheap produce that's full of pesticide and everything with that. Exactly. Why is that important to you when you're prepping that?
0: Well, when I first started getting into really healthy eating, because I've always loved to cook, but growing up in the Midwest, it was mostly fattening foods that I cooked. And so when I started having health problems and delving into healthy food and trying, my goal is to make healthy food feel like comfort food. And so when I started getting into that, I started doing a lot of research about like, the way that we eat and how it affects our environment and what we can do. How can we be eating you know, to, be, to better affect like, our community and those around us? And so a lot of that is buying local and shopping local and putting your money back into your own community. It reduces your carbon footprint, which is really important.
1: And I know in a previous episode, we had uh, Dr. Samantha Jordan from 122 Chiropractic. So for those of you that are watching on YouTube, the link should be up above that you can actually click and go back and watch that show. But you know, one of the things that she mentions is just being in tune with your body and actually feeling the difference of when you're putting the right fuel in and how your body feels and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, For her, that was from years of doing CrossFit and you know, filling out your body with that. But yeah. for you, when you went through your own health journey... And kind of feeling the difference of, hey, when I eat good food, mm-hmm. I feel better. I'm not waking up feeling, you know, groggy. Right. You know, i yeah. got a clear mind. I don't have that 2 o'clock slump. Sure,
0: sure. And as a mom, too, it's very overwhelming because there are things that are marketed to us, and, and they're marketed as healthy, and then you'll see a news article come out, and, you know, this has got this chemical in it that's so bad for your kids, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, it's overwhelming. So that was a big goal for me, too, was to get healthy food in my kids without them knowing it was healthy.
1: You but, know, and yeah. that's what we're trying to provide. We've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And it's really funny because growing up, you know, when our three-year-old was little, she ate mashed avocados mm-hmm. and we made her own baby food and all this stuff. And people were like, oh, my gosh, her teeth are so beautiful. And with it, what are you guys doing? And we're like, feeding her food? Right. right. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. And, and then, you know, you see that along the way when people are like, oh, can she have a sucker? Can she have candy? And it's like, she's never... Had that. Yeah. So, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, But you also
0: don't want to make your kids weird. Yeah. You know, like you want to them to have a happy meal here and there. Absolutely. You know? Now, to, now
1: yeah. unfortunately, she experienced the happy meal <laughs> and she knows to say, like, hey, I want nuggets. And yes. it, it's, yes. nuggets mean something yes. different when it's McDonald's yeah. than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, what challenges mm-hmm. have you had with opening your own business? You know, obviously, we had a pandemic, you were trying to figure out, and, and you go know, through that just like everybody else, yeah. but has there been anything specific?
0: There's a couple things. I mean, definitely as an essential worker and a single mom that presents its own challenges. And I think any entrepreneur that'll resonate with them because a lot of us started out full-time and trying to work ourselves out of our day jobs and that really presents its own challenges trying to find that sweet spot of okay, when do I feel safe to take this jump especially as a single mom? I don't there's no safety net, so we got to do this the right way, you know. So that's been really interesting. And then just educating myself, too, because like you said, I've been working in foster care for six years. I had no idea I was ever going to start a business. And so giving myself a quick education on like a business plan and and I hired a bookkeeper, which was like the best thing I ever did, you know, (laughs) because I just it's, you know. but, But I will say that's probably the biggest challenge is just trying to figure out when is a good time to take the jump from, okay, I can leave my full time job now and just do this.
1: And I know we were talking before we started the camera uh, with that, that uh, you didn't start out with this as a classically trained chef. Yeah, right. You're going, you've continued like on the job training, yeah. right? That you continue to get better and better. But you actually took it upon yourself to say, no, I'm going to go out and get even more skills around that. Yeah,
0: too. yeah. Because I do think like if we want to be a legitimate business and we're, tr- we're selling quality, then we need to have the certification to back that up. And so we looked into some online culinary schools, and I found one that's, you know, pretty reputable. And I've learned so much, which is, I think I told you beforehand, is very humbling. Because you think, I mean, I've been, I've been cooking for decades now, you know. And so to get into this culinary school and be learning so many things, it's like, wow, okay, I did have a lot to learn. I'm glad I signed up for this. You know? So what's
1: been one of your biggest takeaways like that, that it's like, oh my gosh, I did this
0: wrong the whole time? Um, one of the things was the garlic. They they had, like, a whole section on cooking garlic properly and and aromatic vegetables in general, which I knew about, and I knew, you know, what they add. But just, like, the order that you cook them in, I had been doing wrong. <laughs> so kind of figuring out. So your garlic out. was always
1: overcooked. A uh, little bit, uh, yeah. 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 I
0: wouldn't like to admit that, but yes. <laughs>
1: So, and I mean, it's, it's funny because we get into things and that we've, we, especially as a business owner, you learn by doing. Mm-hmm. That trial and error and yeah. the, the more that you can go to people like your mentors that can help you out with that education. Been there, done that, yeah, I've learned the lesson, let me help you so you don't have to learn the same lesson the painful sure. way. So who, who have been some of those people along the way that have been influential as far as relationships to help you to get to this point?
0: Well, it's been interesting because like I said, we really started to get serious about Two Birds in 2020, like during the pandemic. So it's hard because it's not like we can do as much networking as I want to. But um, Sharice Chambers, my bookkeeper, she's, um, her business is called Financial Fancy. Yeah. And she is just a wealth of knowledge. She has a podcast and she offers free classes through the Small Business Coalition downtown and... I've taken everything that she offers, and now she's my bookkeeper, too. She's just, she really knows what she's doing. And she, like me, had a full-time job in something completely different and worked herself out of it and actually had to go back and work a regular job again and then worked herself out of it again. So she's got so much knowledge, and she can really look at your books and say, okay, this is what you need to do. And it's just been amazing.
1: She's amazing. And she's fun to talk to. Yeah, she's well, fun. If anybody <laughs> out there right now, if you haven't had a chance to talk to Charisse. Do yourself a favor, call her, even if it's just for like 15 minutes to talk to her, because it, I mean, she, you can tell, she's yeah. having fun with what she's doing oh, yeah. and helping people out.
0: Yeah, and it's a good reminder as a small business owner, she's so professional, her work is so quality, it's like, that's the standard that two birds needs to be at, is where she's at.
1: Yeah. So, you've done this now for a little while, that you've been open with that. Where do people find out information about your products? Do you have, like, a physical place that you meet people at? How does that work if somebody wants meals from yeah,
0: you? Yeah, so right now we are closed. Um, just with the volume that we were taking in and everything and deciding to, th- okay, this is what we're going to do full-time. Um, we decided we needed a nice commercial kitchen space and um, get everything squared away with the health department. We took all the classes we needed to take and all that red tape. So we should be back open within a couple of weeks. Um, but in the meantime... If people want to go to our website, which is twobirdsmealprep.com, so two, the number two, and then birds, plural, mealprep.com, and if even if you type in TWO, it's take like you the right place, but um, you can sign up for our email list, and we send out coupons, and like we'll let people know, hey, we're about to reopen, here's our new menu, and that kind of thing, and it's got all the information about like meetup times and how we do that, and we do home delivery and stuff, too, if you don't feel like coming out to the meetup spots
1: and i know for me as a busy professional and i love my wife and when i get home i don't expect that she like she's had a full time job taking care of two mm-hmm. kids all day mm-hmm. like the people that get home they're like i expect to have dinner like i don't yeah. get that yeah. but if you know if you're a busy professional you're out there right now knowing that there's resources like this to help give you time back that's time you can spend with the kids that you're playing that you're interacting yeah. i know the reason you know, if you want to share the story the remind you of your children
0: right right because my daughters are jaybird and raven and so i just thought you know two birds and to always remember because our business we want it to be bigger than just a business we want it to be a, a way to give back and i want to remember our roots and the reason why we started this which is to teach people to radically love themselves and the way one way you can do that is by nourishing your body with good food you know we don't push any kind of diets or anything like that just whole healthy
1: foods yeah, that, my, my wife calls it just eat real food, jerf. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Don't worry about what diet, yes. just eat real food. Yes, it's yes. a lot easier.
0: Lots of As many plants as you can possibly
1: <laughs> eat. <laughs> but you know, as we're going through, as you're watching this or listening, it should be the couple weeks have been that you're back open. Mm-hmm. So go, be sure to go to that, Two Birds Meal Prep uh, online. You've also got Facebook and Instagram, Yes, correct? yeah,
0: and we're Two Birds Meal Prep on everything.
1: Fantastic. So you can keep up with what's going on. You'll see the new menu releases. Yeah. Probably your your trials of going through of like hey this is coming soon yeah you know. yeah and
0: we ask for a lot of feedback from people too like hey what well, would we'll be helpful for you you know sometimes we'll get feedback from people like I would just like to purchase like shredded chicken breast we can do that you know or if you especially I meant to mention this allergies and things like that because we have a lot of plant based and dairy free stuff um, a lot of people order there especially those who have like the alpha gal allergy mm-hmm. and stuff that's been I think.
1: I know our oldest is is gluten and dairy sensitive, mm-hmm. so that's so hard when you're trying mm-hmm. to find because that's in your sauces, yeah. that's in the food, yeah. especially if it's prepackaged stuff. Yeah, we it make gets to be every
0: all of our salad dressings, marinades, uh, marinara, broth. Everything is completely made from scratch. So that,
1: that's amazing. Yeah. So coming soon, you guys will be into a new space. Mm-hmm. You guys will have. The same delivery spots, or... More
0: than likely. We're working on, actually, a couple coffee shops are looking at partnering with us to be able to put in refrigerators so people can just stop by and pick up their food rather than having to um, come, because sometimes it's hard for people to meet at the certain times that we meet. Um, And then for an extra five bucks, if you live in Lynchburg, we can just deliver to your house, too. So
1: I I mean, why not? That's that's (laughs) that's probably cheaper than the gas to drive to meet you. If if gas keeps going the way that it is, it will be uh, with that... Well, Chef, I I really appreciate your time to be able to join with us uh, on the show. Obviously, food is what drives all of us, Mm -hmm. you know, and to your point, why have bad tasting food if you're trying to eat healthy, have something that tastes good. Yeah,
0: don't eat, don't force yourself to eat food that you don't like, you know.
1: If it tastes like cardboard and you have to put a bunch of salt and sauce on it, no. Go get real food. Right, (laughs) So reach out to Chef Ivy so that you can do that. Uh, We'll have the link down below if you're on uh, YouTube or if it's in the show notes on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anything like that. That's also down in the notes so that you can go directly to her site. Look at everything that's available for her to order as bulk, family meals, or even just individual because you're a busy professional and you need to have lunches stocked so you stop ordering all that takeout. Mm. It doesn't matter. There's something that's there to be able to help you out. Until next time, this is Andy Young, the Mountain Money Man, and I'll see you down the road.